Megan, I'll tell you one thing. It is getting cold out. What, what was the average temperature this morning? This morning it was 30. I know. Like going out, putting gloves back on, jackets back on. You don't think about it. You know what I like about our new sponsor? What's that? They have a hot uh, hydration beverage that you can use to get your uh, salt and sodium and all that stuff without having to uh, drink a cold drink after your, after your workout. This is very true. This is very true. So our sponsor for this episode is Element. If you haven't heard of them, they're a zero sugar electrolyte drink mix. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of sodium, potassium, all the potassium magnesium, all the, th- all the stuff, all the electrolytes you need. I've been using it. You've been using it. What do you think? I love it. Um, and the new hot drink that we're talking about comes in three flavors. It's the chocolate medley, as they call it. So it's chocolate mint, chocolate chai, and chocolate raspberry. Okay. I know you. What's your favorite? Chocolate chai. I would go with chai as well. It's really nice because a lot of times in the winter, you forget to drink water because you don't feel as thirsty like you do in the summer. And so when you have a nice hot beverage, it's a perfect reminder to get your electrolytes and fluid in without uh, much effort. So the exciting thing for our listeners is that you can get a free element sample pack with any purchase if you use our link. And our link is drinkelement.com slash the drop. Yeah. So go out and get yourself some element and uh, we're going to continue drinking it. All right. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Thomas with Believe in the Run. This is Robbie with Believe in the Run. And this is Megan with Believe in the Run. And you're listening to The Drop, our weekly podcast about running and whatever else is going on in our lives. And uh, if you're listening to this, we're recording this a little bit early. It's Tuesday, but when you're listening to it, it'll be on a Friday and it'll be the day before the Olympic trials. Wow. For the marathon. That's crazy. Olympic trial sounds like you're about to, like you're in court or something. What if, what if we just showed up there and it turns out that we are being judged by a jury of our peers Okay, for how good we are at running? So what famous <laughs> judge would you want to preside over your case? Uh, Probably... Um, Judge Dredd. Mm, I'm going Judge Ito. Judge Ito. Oh, okay. What about the <laughs> Judge Judy? That's the only one I know. Judge Judy. That would be a good one. I feel, maybe Judge Reinhold. Would that be oh, a good one? I do like that one. Uh, wait. What was the last thing that he's been in? I don't know, man. It's been a while. Yeah, you're pulling one out of the hat Let there. See. I, some of the kids may not know who that yeah. is. <laughs> That's a straight eighties right there. He was he had a moment though. Yeah. Beverly Hills cop, fast times at Ridgemont High. His best role was fast time at Ridgemont High. Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah. Uh okay, so anyways, yeah, if, if there's other judges. I think I think because when I wrote in one time when I voted for a judge in Baltimore, I think I might have voted for Judge Ryan. Like I did a write in for him. because uh, I don't know. Were who, you like because <laughs> yeah. I don't know who all the judges are. Do you know what I mean? That's the weird thing about voting in general. And this is why our system is a little bit weird. It's a they lot put, of they weird. Put, they put all this stuff on there that like we all get hyped up. They're like, here's the gubernatorial candidate. Here's the mayoral candidate. Here's the president. The big ones we know. Yeah. But then it's like supporting cast. Yeah. Like and, the comptroller. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Whichever one will give me less taxes. I don't even know how that works. What a comptroller does. I, exactly. think, they, I think they have something to do with taxes. Yeah, because we, we send them checks all the time. Okay. I know that. Maybe accounting. 
And then you get down to, would you like to give $50 for trash cans to the public schools? Yeah. No. (laughs) Let them, if if it involves, let them uh, throw it out on the street. Yeah. Hey, can I, speaking of trials, can I show you something that we got real quick? Um, yeah. All right. You know, people listening can't wait. I know our friend, Greg Itahar, uh, does designs and rabbit asked him to design their singlet for the trials. Oh, and so here's the men's. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, it's pretty nice. It looks like Florida, nice quality. Florida vibes. So, well, the the thought process that was behind it was like breaking the mirror, or like your oh. perceptions of yourself and coming through the other side. There's a whole theory behind it. Nothing that, like that. That gray winter gave. skin on that yellow color. Yeah, I'm uh, unfortunately Greg. I will not be wearing this anytime <laughs> yeah. soon because yeah, this is pale yellow and oh yeah. It, Come- it makes me look like I'm the walking dead. Yeah, it looked like you have scurvy. Here, open up the women's one there. Uh, so the okay. men's is kind of yellow, burgundy, slash purple-ish. It's nice, I will it, say. I mean, feel the quality. The quality is really nice. Feel how silky I is. mean, Rabbit makes great stuff. Yeah. But I like it. Look at this. It has a little tag on it with Greg's little logo and the That's Rabbit. Nice. Yeah. It's doing it. Um, so that, for those that's watching. That's the women's. People watching it on YouTube can see this a little bit better. Or on Spotify because they put the video on it. Oh, that's true. You know, that actually goes with the shoe that we're going to be highlighting today. I mean, um, anything practically would because it's got like every color in it. Yeah, Look, it's basically. The tongue an, goes with this. An well. everlasting gobstopper turned into a shoe, and that's yeah. the Hoka Cielo X1. <laughs> Who knew Corduroy was coming back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's strong. Dude, shout out to Corduroy the Bear. That guy was living his life in a department store. You know, it's weird because. There's Corduroy the bear, and he had like a little red flop hat, right? Uh, that's Paddington, but yeah. I think oh, who had the, the yellow one? I um, thought Paddington had like a rain hat. But I thought Paddington also had a, a red hat. So Paddington is just the hat bear? Yeah, he's a hat and a raincoat guy. Did Corduroy wear clothes? He had a green overalls. Corduroy, as you would imagine, corduroy overalls. Okay, if you're an anamorphic character, mm-hmm. what are you wearing? Like say that you're this a bear. Is another one of those that's or, too hard to answer. Uh, it's like there's so many options that I can don't know that I can make the right decision what on about, the spot. What about a satisfy kit? <laughs> I don't know. A rac- that seems a little a raccoon with a seems satisfy a little pretentious kit. for a raccoon. <laughs> um, I mean, I think overalls is always a good choice for an animal. Uh, I agree because they're e- pretty easy to get on and off. And you need you to did, do some business. You and know? it's pretty flattering on bears. Yeah, I think in general. I mean, pair good pair of jeans or a flannel shirt on an animal is also a wise choice. I like the rain jacket. Yeah. A yellow rain jacket. I mean, it's kind of uh, redundant, though, because I think generally animal skin is repellent of rain. Like it's, it's Is like it, though? They don't worry about it. They don't worry about it. When I walk Ralphie in the rain and I'm like, Let's hurry up and get this done. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, dee, dee, dee. that's why when people put like clothes on their dogs and stuff for winter, I'm like, I think they're kind of, it's built in there. You, you don't have to, I don't know down. those tiny little dogs with no hair. Yeah. There's some those short hair dogs that are like shivering all the time. Yeah. yeah. They need to just be eliminated <laughs> from the evolutionary tree. That's I, fake evolution. We do, we designed those dogs okay. to yeah. be not survive in the wild. Do you not like when a little tiny dog curls up in your lap though and just you get that little curl and then they just sit there? A skinless dog? <laughs> I don't care. Like it could have skin. It could have No, yeah. If it's I a, mean, most of them have skin. Skinless. Sometimes they're hairless. Yeah, I think that's what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> skinless dog is something else. That's 
Oh, that'd be disgusting. That's it's just, got hair, just no skin. That's called dinner. When you pet it, it makes oh, that, okay. soy, that oh. sound okay. like. Can we move right. on here? This yeah. is really getting out of control fast. Oh, yeah. So we, Olympic trials. <laughs> By the way, how much liquids are we drinking right now? Because there's like 16 cups on this today. table. Okay. Second cup of coffee. Then this, I put some element and oh, okay. and what was left over my scratch. So this is like a hybrid oh, dude. drink right here. Yeah. Because I was on the treadmill today. Oh. Thomas has been making more of the, well, non-alcoholic mm. version of that drink we talked about, with his, which is basically just Dude, a little bit it. of element and then like a bubbly water. Club soda. Plain. That's, I need and to And it's try really that. good. Yeah, I'll try it. I need Tr- to try you got to have ice with it. Don't. you get, Shake and not stirred. Yeah, I put I put the ice in. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the other thing. Like, don't use a whole packet of element if you're only using like 12 ounces of water or something like that. Just enough. Just a sprinkle. Yeah. And then... What, what I would call a sprinkle, maybe a quarter of a packet. Okay. And then I put that ice in, the quarter of the packet in, pour the bubbly water over because it fizzes, so you got to be conscious and, and that. Let it mix naturally. Mm. And then st- you know, right. just yeah. enjoy. I like that. Megan was- it Sounds good. Like I was like, Megan, you got to try it. And she's like, I don't really want it right now. I was like, it tastes very good. You it's refreshing. It. And you took a sip, and what did you think? I said it was great. Yeah. That's nice. why I brought it up. You were right, Thomas. Yeah. You always are. right. Uh, oh, shit, I haven't jazzer sized today. Really? <laughs> Today's the day, too. I keep seeing these photos of you with a side profile and stuff, or, or you keep posting them. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, there's no way this is, exact. You, you just caught a good angle. Like you were like doing an impression of, I don't know, a cartoon character. Not like put your jaw out real far. Because no. I'm like, there's no way this is working. It's, but I think, it's I think it might be. I think it's working. I think, And that's freaking me out. And it, it what's crazy is I haven't <laughs> been using it that long. Don't do that. So it, I think it'll be two weeks, right? Yes. Yeah, no, it, it's like three weeks now. Okay. And then do you sometimes just like you're at home, Meg, and you just like walk downstairs and his jaws are sizing? No. In fact, if he starts to do it when I'm in the room, I'm like, get out, <laughs> get out. And then I'm like, I'm not, 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 do, you, not. <laughs> do you have it on the necklace? Do you put it on the necklace? No, I almost thought about wearing it in today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's okay. Like, yeah. Uh, so you had asked about other purchases. I did try. Um, I purchased uh, a hair product. Okay. Called Fat Boy. Ooh. Fat Boy Slim. Fat Boy. It's one of those clay based, um, like hair paste or fat whatever. Boy hair. And I like it, it. Okay. I mean, I do feel like hair paste. Oh, that looks fancy. Does it? It's more expensive than the laterite that I use. How much is it? Twenty one dollars. I don't know. I think it'll last a while. How how much is Layrite? I think seven. It's not that much cheaper. Okay. It's like seventeen. Yeah. Um, now they got me. The guy that the does the commercial actually is Asian. Has really nice Asian hair. Yeah. Which I think you can do more cool stuff with because it's like kind of like oh straight, yeah. So he like flicks it up. When and does when all my stuff. kid came out of the womb, he had hair that was like. I was like, "How does this possible that your hair could look this good right out of the straight away?" Yeah, Do you, Jonas had his hair was like six inches long and like looked like Elvis. <laughs> okay, that that was the thing that I thought was weird when the boys came out and you're like, you had hair and fingernails in there. Yeah, like that was just hanging out inside somebody. Like bones and yeah. stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, we won't talk about the anymore. Yeah, anymore C section or V section. Let's not talk. do that, please. Um. So, anyways, so we so you got the hair stuff. Is it in right now? Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I've, I've been using it now. Why'd you switch it up though? What'd you use before? 
I just I saw that Asian guy and he looked so good with it. I was <laughs> like, like, I, I want to look like that. I could look like that. <laughs> I don't. It was not, an Instagram ad. Like he just it's sure. what happened. Okay, so and I was trying to go for another one. Um, they had a really cool looking mirror. Uh huh. And a cool, I cool looking mirror. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's a mirror. Right. It kind of looked like an iPad though, and <laughs> it had light around it and stuff. And so I thought Megan would love it because sometimes I see Megan doing stuff in the mirror, like she's. Like really up close, like looking really hard in the mirror doing something. Okay. And okay. Megan, would you like to comment? <laughs> He's like talking about if I'm like plucking my oh, eyebrows right, or something right. and I'm like very close. I got you. So I saw this guy on the ad and he had this mirror that looks like an iPad, has a light around it. Yeah. And then like if you want to get real close, you throw it has a magnetized little mirror that goes on it that's even more. A double mirror? Yeah. Wow. Even closer. And then you could pull it off the stand, like say you want to look at the back of your head or something. I don't know. There's yeah. absolutely no reason to take it off the stand. But he was like mesmerized by this. And he's like, look how cool this mirror is. And I'm like, you're absolutely not buying that. And she was like, have you never seen the regular mirrors? Like is they it, have like women's like makeup mirrors. Yeah, that it's are like, like, the, like, like you see in a hotel. Like in a backstage at a theater. Or, I don't spend a lot right? of time there. <laughs> what are you doing backstage at theaters? <laughs> when they're in movies and they're backstage and they're always I getting ready before the show. Oh, oh man. sure. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like They've got like big in the dressing room. Okay. Yes, like they're always you, you try mirrors. to say the hotel one, but the hotel ones never work. Have you ever gone in the hotel and you're like, "Ooh, let me hit the light one"? Yeah. And, oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I never get too close to this. I'm scared of what I'm going to see inside my soul if I look in my eyes that closely. I have tried that. Do you ever just look in the mirror and like look at yourself and kind of pretend you're another person and like stare? <laughs> Stare yourself down and Megan's see, laughing, but I know exactly and, what and you're talking see, about. And see like if you can figure out what's going on in that person's head. Or well that one I can. But or I think it is like you you look at yourself and you don't identify with yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You're looking you look for so long that it looks like a different person. Or just dude. I, yeah. You guys have lost it. Men I, also, I also think sometimes it. mentally, I think I look different than I do. And then you see yourself. Should we be admitting this? Yeah. What a podcast. What's like, I, this, we're what, 10 minutes oh, in? Yeah. Has All it right. been that long? All and right. This has gone oh, oh. drastically talk? off the rails. Would you like to talk about the grit party? That was a, that was a big one. <laughs> oh my God. Um, hold on. Let me just, let's gather rebalance. your thoughts. So we were on Olympic trials. We can talk about. Are we going to actually talk about the Olympic trials? We are, but let's let's not get there yet because we. I kind of want to talk about the okay. uh, grit party. Let's. Ma I'm making it an agenda right now. For right. the first time Very ever, official. this podcast will have an agenda. It, we won't, it won't stick to it. <laughs> grit party, Olympic trials. Okay, and I have another one that we need to bring up. All right, so grit party was awesome. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who showed up to that. that it was really was. It, it almost worked out perfectly because winter is weird. And the weather was a blizzard the week before. It was like 80 degrees on Friday or whatever, what day that was. Uh, it, it was pretty warm, yeah. Yeah, and then we got like 50s overcast, but no rain. And they were calling for rain. The run was fun. Super proud of my boy. He ran up and did the... Uh, and by boy, you the mean miles. your actual boy. Yeah, my son. He, he decided to come. Like, it's now, he came out to the one Solomon run. Yeah. And he did well there. And now he's like, hey, can I come? Yeah, that's awesome. So that's exciting. And he ran and uh, did the mile. So I was, I was proud of him. He hung out, talked to people. Yeah. Like he was like a little human. So weird. He, yeah. He's Socializing. a functioning, functioning human. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, like, it's hard not to feel a little bit of a sense of, like, 
dad pride. Yeah, no, that that's kind of stuff. Awesome. I know, you, I know, you know what I'm talking about because you take the boys to yeah, like the Charm City races and stuff like that. Yeah, it's no, I know for sure exactly what you mean. That's it's yeah, it's cool to see him out there because I think because he wasn't really not saying he wasn't into running, but no, I mean, he I guess wasn't that is at all. True, yeah. yeah. I kind of I took him out when he was young, and yeah. we did those races that you're doing now, mm-hmm. and then. I got him in the 5Ks a little bit, and I think it just wasn't fun for him. Mm-hmm. And so instead of, like, pushing on him, I just let it go. And he didn't want to run at all for the longest time. And even now, if I'll ask him, hey, like, he ran with us on the uh, at the Solomon thing. I was like, hey, I'm going to do some miles. Do you want to do some with me? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. You know, I think he just likes the events and stuff like that. But the cool thing was uh, Megan and I were talking to him, and I said, would you be interested in trying out for your cross country team at school? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I think I would. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that, yeah. If that happens. Yeah. Now. Yeah. That's awesome. We're getting down. I like that. But yeah. What was your favorite part of the, um, I mean, I'd always like the run and hang out afterwards. I left a little bit early cause I had already like plans to go up to Philly with some friends, like before we even scheduled the grit party. So I was like, Oh, I'll hang out. For like an hour and then head up there but um did you get the tacos i didn't because that line was so long because yeah. i i stayed i was the last person i made sure everyone that in the run was like not going to get lost you were the the caboose yeah so i didn't get so i was out there for like 45 minutes or all right for a last minute course uh-huh pretty good course yeah not bad i mean you always want to limit how many streets you go through. So yeah, I felt like we did that. I like you it. did that. It was yeah. a big, big, like just a giant square. And it was exactly 3.1. So that's I good. It's always nice. It is nice. I didn't run it at all, but I was there. Yeah. Holding the drink tickets, you handing were. those out. What was your favorite part, Meg? Uh, just hanging out with everyone. I mean, I just, I always can't believe that people travel to come to these parties. I know. Like, it just amazes me. There's people from Pittsburgh. I know. New Jersey, North Carolina. Raleigh. Uh, Virginia. Some guy came yeah. from California, but he was on his way to Boston. That's still, yeah, yeah. wow. Okay. Megan met a guy that was a potential person on The Bachelorette, and he is also currently in second place for I didn't the meet most him. mileage. We've run Boston together. Oh, you ran with oh. Nick? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you knew Nick. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. That's Nick. We met his dad at yeah, the carb. That's, that's Nick. Hilarious. That's the same guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't put two and two together. You should have told me that. I liked I, his dad. I just assumed you knew. <laughs> no, I didn't know. Oh, wow. Don't, I would have forgotten to. Um, I also really enjoyed the hard kombucha that I had, which oh, I had nice. never had before. Oh. So. That's cool. That was nice. Yeah. So with everybody w- that was there, first off, I don't think, we told Ministry Brewing we would have a lot of people there and that, you know, would you like us to put a deposit I down? I feel like no like one this? believes us when we say there's going to be a lot of people there. Yeah. And um, if you saw the picture, maybe you put up the picture from the interior of the uh, party there. We had uh, quite a few people. And one of my favorite things was calling ASICs and saying, hey, can I um, spend this much on beer? Because we're already at this much. Yeah. <laughs> and got the green light. And got the green light. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was a lot. I mean, Pretty much almost 200 people, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And we had BB-8. We had a... Um, yeah, someone dressed... Adrian dressed in a costume like BB-8. No, he was he was Red Leader 1. Oh, he was... his helmet. Uh, there was a woman inside BB-8. Oh, I, for some reason I thought he brought that costume and then someone else used... Okay. So there was 
two Star Wars characters. Yeah. Okay, cool. I had also never actually been in Ministry of Brewing, and that place is really cool. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like one of the most beautiful, yeah. probably the most beautiful brewery, brewery I've ever been in. For sure. I like Mobtown, and we do a lot of uh, stuff at yeah. Mobtown. Um, what I liked about Ministry of Brewing, at Mobtown, I feel like we the numbers kind of get split up. Some people go inside. Mm -hmm. We do some in the alley. There's some out front. What I liked about the Ministry of Brewing was we're all in the, um, I guess, the church. Yeah, yeah. in the, the, in the uh, cathedral. Yeah. What's, I'm trying Jews. to think of the different parts. The apse is the part in the front. Going back to my liberal arts degree. In uh, architecture. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so yeah, it was, it was very You could cool. see everybody. I, it was easy to mingle. It was fun to go from group to group and meet people. Uh, Rob, uh, Perez was there. And so was, uh, Alex Hermanson, Hermanson. How do you say his last Hermanson. name? Hermanson. Yeah. Uh, it's Hermanson. the nave, by the way. The nave. The nave. Of the church. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome and I didn't find any money on the run, but I now have minions that bring money to me. So the one dude, that's even better. The one dude there found 20 cents on the run and handed it off to me as a tax. Okay. So I feel taxing like people. if this was a video game, you've leveled up. Like yeah. At first you started as a minion <laughs> yeah. and then now you're at the point where you send people out to bring you cash. Now I'm a squire. Yeah. And what comes um, next? Uh, do you end up as a banker? <laughs> yeah, maybe. This actually would be a fun video game. Who's like, like the sheriff of Nottingham? He was tax really collector. into getting money from people. Yeah, he was a he was the king's tax collector. Yeah, I'd be the sheriff of Rottingham. I like it. It's, Rottingham is a very garbagey thing. I get it. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. That was fun. Thank you again to everyone who came out. Speaking of which, how's great going for everybody? We got one day left. I let me see where I'm, I'm like because I'm training and have a coach. He's making me do normal, <laughs> normal things. training mileage, yeah. so I have to follow a schedule. I'm doing the same thing, and otherwise I'd just be, you know. Would you be trying to do a hundred right now? I'd probably be get. I think the idea was to get to two hundred, but then I got derailed. Of course. Well, you did that. You did that thing where you got COVID, right? Yeah. So it's like I had a week off, which kind of just destroyed. Was you. done for grit, but whatever. It's cool i'm trying to get as many miles as i can either way where are you made i was just looking it up i'm at 236.5 as of today and i think i have wait for the month of january yeah you ran 230 miles this month yeah I, why are you always surprised <laughs> i don't know that just seems like like were you trying to do grit or were you training i told my coach i said i would like to do grit and I would like to train. He said, I think we can accomplish both. So, but if you want to see something pretty. I just always think we're kind of on the same, well, that is nice. And that, that's, that's coaching right there. My coach is like. Just, wow. He's showing his Strava. Yeah. Weekly, my graph. Weekly progress. And it's like a dead rant. Like that's like a launch ramp right there. Yeah. What he did is he just every week just upped me a little bit. So, um, I'll, and I, I think I have one more run tomorrow. So I should end up like close, a little over 240, close to 250. Okay. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm, he was, I just, it was just consistent. So like when you had to take a week off, like it just pop, pop, pop. And he had me doing a lot of like eight mile runs and stuff like that. And then 
uh, double digit runs on the weekend. All right. Wow. I That's... will tell you this. I'm tired. Like he didn't give me, like I was expecting a day off. Right. And he didn't really give me a day off last week because. Wow. You had one off Wednesday. Oh, did I? Oh. He's uh, tr- following that tracksmith. But the week, those. week before that, I didn't have a day off because we did. Well, if we're doing, like I told him we're doing a shakeout in Orlando. That would have been my day off. Right. But it just gives me the easy three knowing that, you know, we're not running crazy with a group run. I feel you. I'm hoping we get, we, I think we might get to hang out with him, maybe even get some miles with Andrew. Um, That'd be cool. When we're down in Florida. You've worked with him. Meg's worked with him. He's kind of almost like a BITR yeah. coach. I need to give him a hug. Yeah. Have you never hugged He'd him? Do you that. think he's a hug guy? Yeah. I've hugged him. Oh, okay, Definitely. cool. Yeah. I'll give him a hug. Yeah. Have you never met him in person? Um, I don't. I don't think I actually have because I think we were trying to at Boston last year, but it just never lined up. He's one of those people with really good energy. Like maybe one of the reasons I decided to maybe start working with him was when he came out when Megan was doing Chicago and I got to meet him. I was just like, he has that and he's younger than I am, but he has a paternal vibe. Yeah. That's, that's what's weird is that I get that vibe, but I, keep thinking because i don't even i haven't seen him in real life so i think he's older like a wise old coach <laughs> like yoda yeah or feel, it seems like he should be like 70 but yeah. he's like 40 right like obi-wan <laughs> kenobi no I, th- I think he's his later 40s isn't he um no i think he's like not? early to mid okay wait for real yeah i'm pretty sure <laughs> google it um uh, yeah. i did hit i i hit 308 so i wanted to hit 300 so yeah there see that's the thing robbie i feel like when you're like you're surprised where i reached my number i live in the house with someone who's running like doubles and all that stuff all the time Mm -hmm. so i feel like i'm doing nothing like yeah and i will tell you this he's 46 by the way okay Okay. that's that's um when i'm doing like my workouts there's days where i'm tired i don't you know i'd probably if i was uh by myself I'd be like, I may oh, be like, yeah. meh. But when you see Megan go out and you get like, I'm like, oh, geez, I just got to go do it. Yeah. So yeah. that's a good, it's almost like a second coach. It is. It, it, like, well, you can't complain. Yeah. Like if I had someone who wasn't a runner and I was like, I don't know if I should run today. I'm real tired. They'd probably be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me neither. No. Megan's like, <laughs> right. well, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never like, no, go out and do it though. I'm like, sure, don't do it then. Yeah. Yeah, but you say it like, yeah, don't do it, loser. It's the, <laughs> the, the silent, the that silent is, guilt trip. Or no, it's just like you're lacing up your alpha flies, and I'm like, Meh. yeah, in your Decker's X Labs boots. Hey, um, that's not a bad place to be. No, not at all. I our, did give. We got a pair of Decker's uh, that were too large for any of us, mm-hmm. and my neighbor fits them. Uh huh. And if you're a not in our industry and you'd never seen those Decker's booths before. Yeah. And it's the ones that were orange and like yellow. Oh and like yeah. Multicolored. Yeah. You would look at them and be like, Hmm, I'm not sure about those. But I told him, I said, look, they look wild, but just try them on your feet and walk around yeah. a little bit and see what you think. And he, he reported back. He's like, dude, those are insane. Like, yeah, he's like, you're right. He goes, but I don't mind. Like I'll take the, I'll take the people asking me what they are for the trade off. It doesn't even matter how they look. The trade-off of comfort is so good. that They really matter. are. Like, I don't know what they're doing over there, but they're the best, most comfortable boots I, ever. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're, like, for a while they weren't 
had like zero inventory, which I'm not sure they might now. I think they do because I feel like their email started back up. I don't know though. Jean Luc seems to be going back to the mothership. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, they do have some inventory. So the if any no one knows, it's Decker's X Lab, which is like the research and development lab for Hoka and UGG. And UGG, yeah. yeah. So it's like basically a combination of Hoka and UGGs. And it's the crazy, you can't, there's nothing that compares. Like, this is why when I put on Crocs, I was like, what is, why do people like these? Because I'm so used to wearing the Deckers that are 10 times more comfortable than Crocs that it was hard to like I come think, back down to earth. But I don't think that people necessarily wear Crocs for comfort. I think what Crocs are good for is the ease of use and that you can like hose them down. Get Dude, them there wet. are people who think they're super comfortable. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I have to say, I don't I, think people have the concept of true comfort in some ways. You know that slip? <laughs> you know that slip-on hook I got with the big fat laces? Yeah, that Meg thinks are the aura horrible. They oh, are. Okay. They are ridiculous. I guarantee looking. those came straight out of Decker's X lab. Yeah, they must. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. But you can get some. Uh, there are some good sales like on Zappos and other places of Decker's X lab shoes. If you can get some, dude. I still, any the, of them. you know, those shearling ones that I got that are kind of, I guess they're close to Uggs. Yeah. I, those I've had for like four years now. Yeah. They're still a staple in the winter because I can leave them by the door. And if I have to go walk the dog or something, you can slip them on and your feet are warm without socks. And for stuff. sure. All right. First check-in. Hey, we're down in Orlando. We're having some fun. If you can find a way to get to a group run, or spend some time with people. Trust me, it's worth it. It makes the miles fly by. We just finished up the grit party and we had a little three mile run and I had already run a bunch of miles that day. So it was like crazy that I got by on just the adrenaline of being with people. So if you can, be a little brave, hang out, go hang out with some people and get a run in. Um, so we're heading down to the Olympic trials tomorrow but you'll be hearing this we're already be there yeah i love time travel time travel is cool but speaking of before we get to the olympic trials and anything that we have to do with that i i want i just saw this email come in about the other olympics the drug olympics oh the enhanced games which i thought might be dead in the water oh, those are happening so apparently they just secured a series of funding from like major investors, <laughs> Peter Thiel, co-founder of PayPal and huge investor in other and tons of companies. Uh, he's like the one of the biggest venture capitalists in the United States. I want to know the, the athletes who are participating. They got the former CTO of uh, Coinbase who also is investing Ooh. and then another dude. So they're like for real doing this thing. And yeah, I don't. They don't have like I, an athlete I, list yet, or even a real date. But apparently, it's gonna happen. It's well, the it's the future. What's gonna be crazy is what if these athletes that aren't allowed to be using substances are all of a sudden participating in these games? Are we not gonna assume that they've been using substances? But that's where it's gonna get murky because Good look, question. right now, I think that's what they're trying to prove is like you don't know if anybody's using them now. It's speculated that people are now. But here's the thing. You go ahead and do this and just say, okay, th there it is. Get this open. I do think there is, like, remember when they did that golf thing that we watched in, like, 
Tiger Woods could have made a billion dollars if he just went the and live played tour. for Live. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Went and played for Live. I feel like this is the same thing where it's going to be like they're kind of like forcing the hand of sport to just be like you can use technology as far as shoes. You can use technology as far as this. Why can't you, why can't you see what the human potential is with? Well, I think because there's insane health risks associated with some of these drugs. Per se, you need I don't to listen know. to our podcast with the enhanced games founder. <laughs> yeah. You would say otherwise. And you look, yeah, it may enhance your life, but like, look at, um, I mean, Lance Armstrong, Lance seems Armstrong to be doing seems, okay. yeah, great. <laughs> and all those dudes doing roids, like, uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger says straight up that he was doing, uh, dude, if you don't think the roids. rock is doing roids, oh, and yeah. he's, he's fi- like he's 60 50. years old. No, he's 50 something. Yeah. I think he's yeah 53 or something yeah. like that. Okay. The dude's jacked. And yeah, well, Arnold says, if you watch the Arnold special that's on Netflix, mm. it's like, it's, it's actually kind of fascinating. You should watch it. Okay. Um, he's like, yeah, I had to start doing roids. And then, I mean, and then I don't think anyone, he tells surprised. a story of when he did twins and they spelled out his name in cocaine. And he was like, Danny DeVito. Wow. His name was DeVito. So he's like little. And Schwarzenegger was like, look how long my name is, Danny. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so, funny. yeah, I I don't know that there is. And speaking of that, though, there's the clean athlete, uh, Kara Goucher. Mm-hmm. She just signed with Brooks. Yeah. I was going to bring that up, too. Yeah. I Big mean, news. Nike, Skechers, oh, yeah. Ultra. Brooks. Dude, collect them all, man. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You got to go to Adidas uh, next. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, this one makes sense. With her and Des having a podcast together. Oh, yeah. They can easily just say, okay, now sp- this podcast is also, brought to you by Brooks. Also, like, Ultra. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, but it's not like Kara's competing. Uh, yeah, I know. But it's like, I don't even know what the the angle is there like well so what was she doing with ultra just being a face yeah well, i don't know i i didn't even know i forgot she was with ultra yeah i think it was so in the background yeah um, well that's not good if you're a sponsor if you forget right that one of the athletes is with them i think they just need to focus on i don't know some more like just that i don't know what ultra needs to do to be honest <laughs> hey they've got a strong fan base yeah. Just drill into that. Yeah, it's almost like, I don't know, there seems to be a little bit of disconnect between the, the influencers they use and the actual brand. Like, Lexi Pappas has a very, like... I forgot she's with them, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> but exactly. You forgot she's with them. Yeah. So it's like, it just seems like not the same oh. alignment of... But that here's what's crazy about some of these brands getting big people. Like, you never forget Dez is with Brooks. Right. You see Dez out there wearing the Brooks gear. She does a lot of stuff with Brooks. She's vocal about it. Um, same with Dina and Josh Kerr. Asics and, or Emma Bates and Asics, I feel yeah. like, in the same way. And uh, But, like, there's some athletes that you just don't. And is it the brand's fault that they don't utilize them in the right way? Or is it the athlete's fault that they don't promote and, yeah. and and aren't visible with it. Maybe a little bit of both. What I'm also surprised is Brooks makes clothing and Kara, one of her problems is that she's with Wazell. Oh. Huh. So I wonder if she's, there's like a... Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. A, an allowance for her to be... There might be, uh, yeah. With Wazell. Well, I think she's got 
ownership stake in Wazel. Oh, okay. But I don't know how Wazel's doing. Do you see that a lot? Like, I felt like like you saw it. Maybe not as much anymore. I feel like a couple years ago they were. Yeah. It might be regional too. Doing well. It might be like more like regional. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Obviously, we don't follow it as much being male. Yeah. But I guess John's, well, didn't they announce I'm, they... I'm actually not male. I was like, so, what? But no. there's that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think in the beginning, I would say in maybe like five you, years. You're not male? Yeah. I got to rethink Thomas my life choices. Discovering things. I would say in the beginning, maybe like five years ago, it was just our audience was he- like male heavy. And then that's pretty much balanced out for, uh, in, a, in many ways. Well, Meg, what is it now? It used to be like 80-20. <clears throat> Yeah, it was 70, 30. It's interesting. The podcast has just been swinging more and more female. Um, And I think that's partially because it's people coming over from Fuel for the Soul. Mm -hmm. So Fuel for the Soul is 60, 40 females to males. And the drop is 60, 40 males to females. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of exciting. 80, 20 before. Yeah. Now YouTube's a whole (laughs) different. YouTube is just. YouTube is 90. That's a whole different situation. Yeah. And it's also not surprised that YouTube can sometimes be a less fun place yeah to that's why there's a bunch of d-bags weirdos and d-bags yeah. no i'm just most of you are cool but there's always a small percentage of just straight up like I, why are you saying this yeah well i think it's the silent majority is is great the the people that are the watching people that are vocal on youtube stuff, oh are, yeah. are something special yeah i mean some are great some leave really nice comments I'd say for the for the most part that is yeah. the case uh i do think we need to just start doing a disclaimer at the beginning. I think that uh, Kafuzi has ruined that for everybody that you got to do like, a, I got this shoe from the brand. And I mean, I just thought it was assumed. That's so. what I figured too. It's like, you're not like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, yes, we get shoes. I think we talked about this before. Yeah, uh, we did. So we don't I'll have to cover it, it again. Are we going to do our picks? Ooh. What for Olympic trials? Yeah. Let me see who's running. We're going <laughs> to, I, we're going to do them just, live. Uh, or wait, will that have already happened? Is our uh, live show Thursday night? Or wait, or no, we're doing night? it with Sidious. Yeah, so we'll uh, be. I think that's Friday. <clears throat> we'll be um, doing a show this evening, if you're listening to this Friday morning, with Sidious in Orlando to say our live picks, but I think we can share them now. Okay, and I do, I love that we're working with Sidious um, and Hoka as well. This is pretty exciting. I do feel like... Uh, Chris and and Kyle have inside information, but nobody was going to pick Molly Seidel in, yeah. in the last one. So I, that's that's what I'm thinking. Who is that person that can pull magic out of their hat? Um, I don't know, but um, for the women, you make it so I can see. Him. I have my two. I mean, it's hard not to go with the top two times because they're also my top two of my favorite athletes. Which yeah, some people I'm just picking because I know them. Gary D'Amato and Emily Sisson. It's yeah. the third spot that I feel like. I'll go Gabby. That's. <laughs> I stole I know, it from you. <laughs> I know you're saying that because I, I, we're having Gabby on the podcast the week after. So my hope is that she gets a podium spot. Um, I don't know. There's so many talented athletes this year. Like, I feel like anyone could come out and have a day. So, I mean, I know you. Okay. Emily Sisson's a phenom. You saw in Chicago, yeah. I watched that race and it was, she is such an amazing runner. Like when you watch her, you can just see it. Like she's gliding. She, and she was, and that 10 K that she raced in the heat. At, yeah. Um, That's the other the thing. championship. Yeah. yeah. Like that, like she's built for 
anything. Yeah. And then Kira D'Amato, I would never, ever count Kira out. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think that that's a good call. I kind of would love to see Kellen Taylor. Hoka. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But there's so many people like, I look, I could just, I would probably name the, you know, the top 20. I mean, on the women's side, yeah, Emily Sisson, it's like, how can you not put her down as a lock? Yeah. Obviously, anything could happen, but. But I kind of put her down as a lock last time we did this. Okay. <laughs> and she DNF'd. <laughs> well, she's going to get that redemption. Yeah, that's my feeling for sure. What about Sarah Hall? You know, she's, I don't know. She did great at Worlds. I feel like we haven't heard much in the last year. She's been posting stuff. But what, that's but, not an ad. Yeah, but, she's supposed to. Oh. <laughs> but has she been running? She hasn't been running like she was running a ton of races there for a while. Yeah. Well, she got injured, and I think she was like maybe pulling back a little bit okay. and focusing on this. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I'm just gonna put. Uh, yeah. Who's your three? Ready to go on the women. Uh, so I was gonna say Emily Sisson. I like Kira D'Amato. Um, you're leaving her in or out? I'll leave her in. I think maybe, you know what? I'm going to go a dark, little bit dark horse. I'm going to go Dakota Linworm. Okay. I just pulled that up for Megan. I was yeah. like, that could be, I, now she was in Chicago. She looked strong, mm -hmm. but seeing the gap between her and, um, Emily Sisson. Yeah, there's a gap. Would give me a little bit of, but dude, the last trials who would have seen like Jake Riley finishing second for the men. Yeah. That was kind of crazy. And then he, I think he was injured, never didn't even run in the Olympics or he, he definitely DNF'd, I think. Do you know that potentially we don't have a third person who has? Yeah. The whole thing is very confusing, but okay. I think it'll, they'll make it happen anyway. So, okay. I'm going Connor Manson, Clayton Young, one and two. Like they've been trading together. They've just got this thing going. Dude, you're not even throwing Scott Fobble in that? I think they're racing. Here. Here's my thing about Scott. You know how you're saying Sarah's been quiet? Scott's been quiet. I feel like there's, I, I think, I don't know. I think he's a, I think he's all business right now. Maybe. I like the fire in his eye. And you know that we interviewed him and I thought he was like, <laughs> Not the most fun interview because I felt like he was kind of like too cool for school at the time. And maybe that was part of his, an act or something. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, I don't know. But I, I would say Scott Fobble is definitely one of my, I'd like to see him on the podium. Who I, are your I, other two? I, I do like Connor Manson and Clayton Young. But like, you know what? I think... Even though he's not, I wouldn't say he's the most popular pick. I'd love to see Galen give it one more shot. Really? You'd love to see Galen out there? Yeah. I'm kind of with you. Okay. I do. I Look, I feel like Galen can't be, I think that publicly he gets a bad rap. I think over time it's going to be one of those things where like, you know, everyone hated Tom Brady in the mm -hmm. beginning. Now he's, everyone's like, eh, he's cool. Yeah, except for that Galen was great under Salazar and then that dissipated. <laughs> and now he seems to have gone downhill and you can't help but think that there oh. was something to do with that. Yeah. So you're saying he's going to be in the enhanced games? <laughs> yes. Dude. Galen's the first one. Dude, sign, <laughs> signing with the enhanced games. I mean. Okay. My third pick is my uh, dark horse here, mostly because I just want this to happen. Nico Montanez. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. I All want right. it so bad. Come on, Nico. It would be great. Do I think it's going to happen? Shh. Yes. He's got a 209.55 PR. He's fast. As, he can yeah. pull something off. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Do you, do you feel like Nico exhibits the fire? When um, he wants to. I think so. Because remember that um, he did take out Galen Rupp in the... Mm-hmm. Um, Gate the River Jackson, run? Yeah, the Gate River Run. Oh, that's he, tra- a good point. he tracked him down and took mm-hmm. him out. That's a good one. And he, we were talking about that. I was like, dang, yeah. he does have a killer yeah. mentality. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see him on the podium. That is a dark horse, though. Uh-huh. It's a good one, though. That is. That'd be good. That would be good because that's also his coach's, your coach. <laughs> Dude, baby. check out Josh Izuki. It's He has two... Husky heads for a face. <laughs> I love that that's the picture he used. Can I see it? His profile photo is of his two dogs. I'm hoping it's his dog. Is that a two-headed dog? Yeah. It's like protecting the Horcrux and Harry Potter. Um, and then there's this, I don't even, like there's so many people that I definitely I don't I was going to say, there's a lot of guys on this list I've never heard of in my life. Like Kevin Salvano, he looks like he's <laughs> applying for a job at T-Row Price <laughs> as a junior accountant. He might already he's work He's definitely there. an intern there. But oh, he's an always sunny fan. He's an always sunny fan, and his favorite post race drink is Bush Light. So he's cool. Okay. All right. All and right. his favorite breakfast is venison. Dude, I need to hang out with this guy. And totally redeemed himself. This is awesome. I mean, do do you have you ever had venison for breakfast? He does have a CPA in finance. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I have. I think I've had venison. Rune. Should we have Kevin have on the podcast? Breakfast. I feel like it needs to happen now. Well, maybe, especially if he gets a podium spot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Let's he get was, uh, I don't care if he gets a podium or not. Man, he was 16th at Chicago. All right. He ran a 211. Not bad. Yeah. His interesting story is I gave up running right after college. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this dude's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I don't know if you're out there. Yeah, he's on All the right. gram. Just can, slide can those I, DMs. Can I change my pick? <laughs> to Kevin? Yeah. yeah. Should we get signs that are just for Kevin? <laughs> oh, yeah. Kevin Salvano, I am rooting for you hard. We'll get like a, let's get a deer head. Dude, favorite running memory hasn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> he hates running. This is great. This is your dude. This is Robbie's spirit animal. I love it. All right, second check-in. If you're lucky enough to be in an area where there are run groups, make sure you get out there, try different ones, figure out which one works for you and enjoy miles with the group. Like I said earlier, it's just so much more fun when you're with people. Um, all right, cool. You know what you should do, Robbie? You should throw some change out on the course uh-huh. and see if any of the runners <laughs> will stop and pick it up. <laughs> I okay. feel like... I, there's got to be someone like think about like how much I would do it is almost like you start off throwing just some coins out there mm. and then up it like throw some singles and yeah. then gradually move up to like $20 if they're not stopping. And like we we can do an experiment of like how much money will it take for one of these guys to stop and grab something off the ground. That's an interesting experiment. You oh. know, the top 10 get prize money and it's pretty substantial. Oh, so the top that's 10. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Well, not like. Not like world major substantial, but yeah, you know, I'm thinking um, with the enhanced games, I'm thinking that's how they're going to get people in with these major investors is just offer huge prize purses. Oh, for sure, it's exactly like what yeah, because people will say I'm not, I'm not doing it, but I the prize money is worth it. Yeah, to go and then they lose to somebody like um, you who just shot up with special mm-hmm. secret Captain America, like whatever Captain America Captain, yeah. took. And then they're like, oh, geez, 
I better start enhancing. I didn't know he was it. He juiced. Captain America, one of our most popular heroes, was a government experiment with juicing. Really? So he was one of the original, yeah. kind of where it all came from. Yeah, he became super. He ne- he didn't even age. Was that a CIA program or was it? It was military. It was uh, during World War II. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But I forgot he was. I forgot he was juiced up. Mm. Remember, he started off a really skinny run. He's a runt. super soldier. Yeah, yeah, he was a runt. And they, uh, you think anybody like that actually exists? Yeah. You think there's some super soldiers out there? I do. I also think that they're not necessarily going to, I think there's definitely steroids and that kind of stuff. But I would think the next thing is like those exoscoots suits. Yeah. So that like, you're going to be like assisted, like jump 30 feet. Yeah. Like be able to punch through a brick wall. That kind of stuff is coming. Like the Iron Man. But, I might already be here. Yeah. Because you could definitely see through walls with some of the technologies that are out yeah. there. So imagine like it, it, you you have a full kit on that like is Kevlar or whatever and you can smash stuff. You have bone reinforced like steel in the thing and like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's happening. I'm watching Mission Impossible, the Dead Reckoning one right now. Is that the one where you shoots off the cliff that in the commercial? Maybe. That's the latest one. Okay, Tom Cruise. Yeah. He's another person when we talk about like a Galen Rupp, people like flip-flop back and forth whether or not they love Tom Cruise. But I, I feel like now they love him again. And he's, he's, I don't know how old he is, but he's doing his own stunts flying off like cliffs and stuff. I mean, he still looks great running. Like he yeah. never, he has to have the best form of any runner ever. I wish that I could look like him running. I bet most runners wish they could look like him running. Yeah. And I'm not sure how it gets any better. Like I try to sprint and it it's almost like I, that's the one thing I look at, I look at my kids and that's the one thing where I miss youth. Like they can go from zero to 60, like real fast. Oh yeah. Like me, it's like a train starting up. It's like, good, good. <laughs> yeah. and like gotta warm that thing up in the winter. <laughs> yeah. but, and then parts start falling off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are you, Meg? Did we lose you? I went down the rabbit hole of reading these bios of all these athletes. And the number one thing I noticed, the difference between the men and women is on all these questions, the men have like one line answer. <laughs> and these women have like four paragraphs yeah. describing their family. And <laughs> well, that's how, like, look at Emma. She does like 20 yeah. uh, race recaps. But it's like, that's why we're more invested in the women because they share more. Yeah. Well, maybe the guys one liners have to just be better. Well, I mean, Kevin's were really good. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that, that works too. I mean, I might pick Kevin for the podium now. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, is he running with... What's a, Kevin's last name? I think he's unaffiliated. Salvano. Kevin Salvano. All right. Okay. From the Salvano family. No. I mean, his PR's only like 30 seconds off Reed Fisher. So it's not... I'm going Kel- Kevin Salvano. Yeah. I want to make a sign. That's the dark horse. Do you know what's crazy is that I was watching um, on the, well, I was on the treadmill this morning. I was watching the NASCAR has a a show now on Netflix and they show the story of each of these drivers and Mm -hmm. they're all like, my dad was a driver. They got me started in go-karts when I was like three years old. And then I raced up. Did you check in? Oh, did we already miss that? Jeez, dude. How did you not tell me? I didn't set an alarm. I thought you did. He's already A, so I'm not worried about him. I am A. I'm definitely C soon. Whatever. Yeah. Where's my Well, software? I'll see you guys. <laughs> Literally C. <laughs> I'm not even going to say what seat I got because it's so embarrassing. Yeah, let's do it. Let me hear it. 
Okay, I, I think I'm next to that door that blows <laughs> off during the flight. That's only Alaska Airlines. <laughs> okay, You're good. We're Are sure. Okay, I'm what, trying to log in. Are we look on at this. Boeing? Look at this screen. I got. All right, you ready? Here, I'm gonna check in. Check in. Let's see what I get. What was your number, Robbie? Dude, I'm about to upgrade my. I think I have one. An upgrade on my. I'm, to have a Southwest I'm credit card. A6, I think I have one on there. A16. MC27. Look at this. A16. This is what you get for not flying back with us. A17 <laughs> and A18. We've got Megan is 17 and Carl is 18. Yeah, I'm C27, which <laughs> I think is one of the names of Elon Dude, Musk's I, I don't know if you get on any further back than that. Um, that's the last. That's the last person on. Did, can you just save me a? Can you just save me a seat? We always do. We'll okay. make Carl sit over on the other side. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's nice that I get to sit next to you. That's cool. <clears throat> cool. Which side do you want? Do you want aisle or or window or uh, middle? But then if I sit beside you guys, I'm not going to get to talk to anyone interesting. That's your gamble. Is <laughs> to you go to the back of the bus and talk to some random I mean, random you, you will find strand. a weirdo back there if they're C as well. That's true. Yeah. It's always a risk, though. You never know. Yeah. Could be a kid. Could be a crying baby. Could be mm. an interesting person. This is our annual time to tell people that um, TSA, TSA pre-check is worth it. Oh, yeah. If you travel more than once a year, I'd say for because it's what seventy five bucks for five years. Where was I flying out of though? San Francisco, I think, where the TSA pre check line was longer than the regular line, and I was like, "What's happening?" It's here? not always perfect, but I will say that just not taking off your shoes and oh, and not taking your laptop yeah, out and all that just, trash. It's yeah. worth it. I'm with me. you. I'm with you. I just like it. I also like looking over at the peasants. And as we stroll right by them. Yeah. The $75, the $15 a year. We're really living <laughs> a high life. I mean, from that, that's that meme of those three dudes on the balcony. <laughs> like, look, that's how I feel yeah. when I go through TSA. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like you guys, you guys didn't want to get. I will say, I look at the people doing the clear thing and I'm like, you're an idiot. Unless your company paid for it. Cause that's like eighty dollars a month or something. Insane. Is it really? Yeah, it's it's super expensive. Well, I I mean I, I suppose if you're traveling that much, yeah. If you're traveling nonstop, then that makes sense. But I see people who you can tell are just going on a family vacation and got roped into that the last time they were at the airport. Yeah, because they had the kids screaming. They're like, they're like yeah, we can go. just cut just, through. Yeah. yeah, all right, I'll and do it. Anything. <laughs> it's basically a, the timeshare of the airport. <laughs> or you know what I'd equate it to? Like when I went to Universal Studios with the boys and I got the speed pass as part of our package the first day. Mm-hmm. And then I like the second day, I was like, these lines suck. So I went and got uh, like, how much is a speed pass? It would have been 1500 for the day. To for get three this, people, for three people, it was five hundred bucks a person, basically. Um, and I Jeez. was like, "That's okay, we'll yeah. wait in line." Wow, that's pretty wild. But yeah, they get you. Um, speed pass. Anyway, so all these guys in the NASCAR, they 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 come up like they have family. That, there's nobody who's like just popping in and like, oh, I can drive a car, right? Um, like these are like. The grandpa owns Penske. And well, the, except for that kid who. That's what I was going to say. Oh, There's okay. a guy on the yeah. show. Make, he, he would come home from school every day and do a driving simulator. Mm-hmm. And his parents were like, hey, you're doing this too much. Get your homework done, whatever. And he was like, he just loved doing it. Like, and, on, like a video game. Yeah. And his parents were like, 
he's really good at this video game. And it was like a driving simulator. So they're like, let's take him to the track and see how he does. And his first 66 races, he went uh, one straight out, 34 of them, like was first place. And so the, like the uh, Hendrix racing or whatever, he went up to the guy and he's like, Hey, I'm going to race for you one day. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I hear that all the time. And then he's, he's now races for them. But it was like, cool, he still gets in. He's like, I still find this the best way to prepare for races. And he has like one of those rigs where it like it vibrates the seat. It like has 360 yeah. screens around him. And you're like, holy cow. Like, is this the future? They made a, a movie about him, Gran Turismo. Is that about him? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that was something else. No, it's like the kid who, yeah, he's the kid who learned how to yeah play video games and then became a professional, professional oh, driver. I might have to watch that. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think saw it came out kid. last year. Now he's like a multi-millionaire, yeah, like race car driver. Like I can't believe the houses of these dudes. Oh man, they make tons of money. I will say it's you're right about though about the nepotism type thing. There's certain sports like that. In a way, really golf, uh, tennis, soccer. Soccer's a weird one. Like I was talking to my friend this past weekend, who he's a Adidas rep for soccer.com so he handles like all the clients that oh that'd be cool yeah it's crazy because he get goes to a lot of it's basically like kind of not it's actually way more travel than we do he travels like a third of the year but anyways so he uh he was saying how like the soccer thing in the u.s is just such a uh I would say it's very inaccessible to people who aren't like if you're not in club soccer, you're basically never gonna get a chance. Which is probably why our teams are so terrible. <laughs> this is what I was talking about though. Like I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We when I was talking about all the kids I see yeah. playing at Patterson Park, I'm like, they would kick anyone's ass. Like Do you know they, that'd be a good movie like when that like and one had like that whole thing where they did the highlighting of street basketball mm-hmm. and then that became huge and 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 yeah. all that. This that would be a good like it documentary like it's just a shame because it's like if you're not if you don't have the means to pay for club soccer and you're willing to travel like every weekend and stuff like that, you're basically not going to get seen by. Think about by skiing, scouts. snowboarding, yeah, cycling. Which is why I'm going to make my kids do running because there's that's still like somewhat of an open. There's no. Like, yeah, you're fast. You're fast. AAU or. Well, I mean, it is funny because I know that we hear about ex, you know inclusivity in running. Mm-hmm. which you're kind of like uh, i get it but compared uh, stuff but like compared to like <laughs> yeah yeah snowboarding skiing i mean tiger woods dad figured it out he wasn't paying anyone yeah but found people but he is also <laughs> insane yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of which you how far do you have left in that book i'm pretty much done what it, what is your thoughts on tiger wood after reading it um it's a lot oh is i haven't okay I just read his, oh, there's a few biographies of him out there, but um, I read the one from 2017. I can't remember if I read that or not. Dude, that's before he had the wicked car crash too. No. Oh, uh, wait, which no, that one? Was, that was after. Yeah. The one he went into the ditch? Yeah, oh, yeah, that was, that's that was, the opening okay. of his book. All right. Have you ever read? You'd be proud of me. I'm reading, Robbie. Have you ever read Andre Agassi's? <laughs> no, but I just got um Was it I Hate Tennis Federer's or something? What did, what did he call it? No, but uh, I forget the name of it, but it's really good because it's called Open. But he's very, sim- I'll do that one very next. similar 
trajectories as far as Tiger Woods. He hated his father for how much. Well, Tiger Woods didn't hate his dad, yeah. but but Andre Agassi was forced to play tennis so much that he is basically like not a prison, but kind of. Yeah, he'd have to hit like ten thousand balls a day or something. Wow, like something insane. Um, so he hated the machine. He called it like the, the dragon or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then Federer is the exact opposite. Where his family was kind of laissez-faire about yeah. his sports That's what career. I'm going to read next, yeah. and then I'll read Andrews. So it's interesting. Yeah. Well, Steve Magnus always says that specializing in sport at an early age is the worst thing you can do. But then you have people like it's Tiger Woods. Yeah. And- I think it, it, but it also depends on the child. Like, right. I think Agassi here, he hates it. But there are some kids that you're like, they just love. Like that kid obviously loved playing right. and driving sim- simulators. And but that's really became good. But he probably, I don't think he, I think he was maybe more of a teenager. I think that's when you're supposed to focus on. No, he, he was like, uh, no, even uh, Magnus was like, like it, I, I think he, I believe he's like, even in high school, you don't focus singularly on a sport. Uh, I, I thought maybe not his book, but in the range book, I feel like that's, did you see when you see most people like Federer or Kobe Bryant or, uh, Michael Jordan is kind of like when high school is when they focused on a single sport. Did you see the special on Joe Montana? I don't think so. Watch that one. He didn't okay. really want to play football. Wow. He wanted yeah, to play basketball. So funny. And That's crazy. Everybody's like, no, you got to play, play football. And he's like, he wasn't like in college. He wasn't the first string guy. He wasn't <laughs> like, he was like, and then he just became legendary because he was the guy who could, like at the end of the game, if they were behind, mm-hmm. put him in and he he just didn't like losing. So he'd figure wow. out a way to win. That's crazy. And yeah, you watch the story and you're like, like it's so weird because even watching the Brady story, you look at Brady and you think, okay, he's a winner his whole life. Just goes through it. Easy peasy. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, those kids that are good in sport and you find out, no, that it was, there's all sorts of loss. Like people hated him, like yeah. whatever. And the same thing with like Joe Montana. I just always thought he was just the greatest quarterback. Right. And there was time where he was like, I was no, nobody wanted to put me in. I was like second string. Yeah. I mean, there, I, I do love those stories. Yeah. Watch it. It's on Netflix. That's a good one. Well, LeBron was also a all American wide receiver. He could have played f- football. He could have gone either way. Can yeah, you I imagine? Like I think like he's athletes. too big. Well, that's what they said about Joe Montana. He was yeah. an athlete, but like, can you imagine LeBron lining up? He's, what, he's seven foot? Oh, he's like no, not six, seven foot, eight, six, maybe. Yeah, six, eight. I mean, he could have been a great tight end, probably. Yeah. Did, that, did you just laugh? Yeah. Okay. So he's six, nine, so yeah, he's huge. But he's so fast and athletic for that height. It's yeah. crazy. Um. Anyways, but yeah, that's cool. I'll have to check out that book, though, if you, if you recommend it. Yeah. What's the title of the Tiger Woods? It's just Tiger Woods. Oh, okay. It's funny because when you're reading it, it's like a life-size picture of I his head. I can just give it to you. So when, done if you want. Okay. when Meg's reading it, she's got the book up like this, and it looks like Tiger Woods is yeah. looking at you. <laughs> it's like the Apple Vision Pro, but in a book form. Yeah, reverse. Um, Dude, I'm so curious about that thing. I watched a review on it this morning, like not all of it, but kind of clicked through it. That's like an actual in-use review. I think we're still a little bit of ways away. It's not as cool as they're making it look. Yeah. All right. It weighs, dude, it weighs uh, 23 ounces. So like. So it's, it's like two per- Primex on your head. We had the MetaQuest. <laughs> so it's 20% more than the MetaQuest. You know how heavy that thing was. Yes, I Oof. do. 
That's why they never show people standing up with it. (laughs) So they said like watching movie, they say watching a movie Uh, is on, is amazing in it, but but you have to wear it for two and a half hours on your head, which could be, so you have a headache. So you need, you need to build like a stick that you could put under your chin. (laughs) They, Apple would come out with a a chin stick. Yeah. Yeah. And it would have some sort of like, uh, they called the magic stick. Yeah. You'd be sitting there. Yeah. The new Apple stick. Yeah. Dude, people would buy it too. I yeah. get that. Well, especially if you're getting on the plane and you're like putting on your goggles and you're like putting the stick underneath. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I hate that so much. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, I got to put that thing on my phone so I got to stand when we're on the plane. Okay. You're bringing your jaws are size. I've been reading, Robbie. Dude, I'll give you 10 bucks to jaws are size on the plane. <laughs> no, I'll give you 20 not to. <laughs> I'll do it. 30. I'll do it. I'll, you know what? I can put a straw on the side. <laughs> Dude, I'm out if that happens. I'm <laughs> just getting off the plane. What were you going to say, though, about the... What did you say? Wait, about which? You're going to ask me about something? I don't know. Okay. Oh, did you ever read any of the Red Risings? Do you read sci-fi? Not traditionally, okay. no. That's my... Okay. I, I do that or the biography stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I took a break for a while, and now I'm back. All right, final check-in. Maybe you don't have a run group near you. Maybe you live out in a rural area or something like that. But what we found from having the grit party and all the grit stuff is that building a community, whether it's a physical one where you're actually able to run with people or it's one where you go out and, you know, get online and talk to people and support each other. That's also fun. There's plenty of groups out there. Figure out if there's one for you where you can share your training, talk about, you know, how to cure little things that are going on, whether you got tight tendons, whatever, and uh, find people that will support your running habit because it is the best. All right. I like Should it. we talk about this shoe that we haven't oh, been yeah. allowed to talk about for so long? Well, wait, let's yeah. talk before we get into the shoe. Let's say, hey, we're going to be doing a shakeout run. The well, uh, it's yeah. track shack. You missed it. Yeah. <laughs> But tonight we'll be at the um, Sidious Mag run. And by tonight, you mean Friday, February 2nd? Yes. We had the Sidious Cafe with Hoka. Yeah, in Orlando. And then and doing a little shakeout with them. And then we're going to be at the watch party Saturday uh, watching all these people that we talked about. Yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Uh, so, yeah, we're talking about the Ho- Hoka CLO X1. Yeah, it's kind of been a secret but i feel like you've seen the leaks they're out there um so this is their new race day shoe they have the rocket x but this one they're touting as sort of like almost i would say how saucony did the endorphin elite i think this was their i I would say that's probably good good call you think this? Oh, the endorphin elite. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got I'm thinking you. that's how they're marketing I was, this. I was thinking Kinvara Pro for some reason. Oh no. Okay. Um, yeah, you're right. So we've put plenty of miles on this. Yeah, I think I have. I'm pretty sure I have close to 50 miles on it. It's interesting. It it has a very unique feel on step in. It feels kind of what I mm-hmm. thought the Prime X2 was going to feel like. Okay, thank you. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Like it's... The new, the strong two? Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a very high platform, but it feels like bouncy. Yeah, um, it feels crazy bouncy. Yeah. Even just like step, even just walking around, you're like, whoa, right. like this feels different. 
Well, Hoka invented the rocker pretty much in my opinion. I mean, before they weren't their whole shoe lineup, everything was rocker. Yeah. And I, this is the evolution. Remember the carbon X, like that was five years ago or at this point. Yeah, but before that, the Clifton, even the Fate, all of them, it all started rocker. Right. But as far as like a carbon plated rocker shoe, that was probably the first one that was like, holy crap, this is crazy. Yeah, so they they've got the rocker down, and it's funny to see it now because I, it, other brands, have also adopted rockers into their shoes. Yeah, so I think they've figured out something a little ahead of uh, everyone else. Yeah, pretty much Saucony, Ultra, Solomon, Ultra, <laughs> balanced. Yeah, balanced. Uh, midsole, and yeah, I, I mean even Nike. I would say to a certain degree. Mm, yeah. But anyway, so so this is a full Piba midsole, two layers of it sandwiched around a carbon fiber plate that has wings on it, which I love, by the way. I Okay, wh- what you do you notice? What do you notice about wings? I felt that it just kept me over the shoot, like it kept me in a straighter line. Like I wasn't as wob, wasn't as unstable is some I, of the, I like the word wobbly. Yeah, it was wobbly as, or unstable. Okay. So I felt like when you're going, it just felt like it was like locked in over the... Rail? Yeah. Which, I don't know, for me, maybe I was imagining that, but... I don't think you were if it, you felt that way. You try more, a lot of shoes. It felt more secure, like even in, in turning corners and stuff, it felt a little more nimble than some of the... That's interesting because the corners are where I felt... Like that's where I felt this was unstable. Okay. If I was going to say something, and it's it's weird because it it feels like a higher stack than it is. It does. If like if you told me this was fifty mil, I'm wondering. Like, yeah. I'm wondering if the specs that they sent don't include the outsole and insole because but it's, it's legal. It's legal to race in. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. It does I, feel higher. I, one of the reasons I think it feels higher is because of the rocker, so that you're standing over this piece here, and so I I feel like. I hate it when I say I feel like. Uh. And you're not sitting inside of it at all. So you're like this. There's no sidewalls that come up like in some of the other shoes. Okay. So let's, let's talk about the, the performance of the shoe. So running in the shoe, Meg, what did, what can you give me like your thoughts? This is one of the most fun shoes to run in ever. Like bouncy, fun, like gets, I get excited to go log miles in this. Really comfortable, but it feels heavy. It doesn't feel like this is what I want to toe the line in of a marathon or a race and run really fast. It's more like this is what I want to go have a good time in. So to equate that to a use case, I liked it for long long runs Mm -hmm. because you could get into a nice rhythm, which might be a little more up-tempo than your normal run. So it it does, I felt like, it was easier to increase my pace, mm-hmm. but not go all out. No, I would agree. I think that this is a really good shoe for like running, running fast to a degree, but not racing. Like not like you're saying, like not full out giving it all you got. Did you think that that made this shoe comparable to like the Solomon S Lab Spectre? Not for me. No, I don't think it's any. No. In that, I mean that I would recommend this to somebody who's not necessarily going out for, you know, a three hour 
marathon, mm. somebody who's going to be on their feet longer, not, not you really, want something they can cruise. Not really, because I feel like the Spectre's a little more supportive or st- like. I still don't think this is a stable shoe, by the way. It's still crazy, yeah. like unstable. I just felt it's a little more so than the stack height feels. I think it's the same as the Prime X Strong, too. Yeah. Like, whoever's wearing that, maybe heavier runner. Yeah, if you are running marathon. Uh, I just, I feel like it's in whatever that bucket is. That's like what I, I, I agree with that. Herm, Herm runs and Chad, mm-hmm. I think this shoe is going to be one of their top picks. Oh, yeah, easily. I, I think, feel like yeah, for us, those are the bigger yeah. kind of reviewers are, are big guy approved. Big, yeah. Um, for us, I, I agree that the weight becomes noticeable. Although on my long run, I just kind of, like I, I said, I kind of got locked into a pace and just could cruise. It wouldn't be mar- what I would hope to be marathon pace, but it, it was a nice smooth feeling and it transitions really well. Yeah. I feel like it's where the perfect pace is where you're kind of pushing it a little bit, but it's not like hard. Yeah. Right. Right. <clears throat> so you do want to get it going. But I ran a, I was doing like a lactate threshold workout that my <laughs> coach gave me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it in this shoe just to see. It was a little hard to like pick it up with the weight of the shoe. Like it didn't feel fast, fast. It rolled along nicely and was, like the crazy you get a ton of propulsion and like roll Mm -hmm. off the plate in the rocker but it just felt like a little clunky when you're trying to go for real fast so yeah brands do try to trade off sometimes energy return for weight they'll be like well yeah it's a little heavier but the energy return you get out of it yeah but it has to really work for your stride for that to be and i feel like it does to a degree but it weighs, you know, an ounce heavier than the Alpha Fly too. So, and that even even that Mine shoe weighs so, two ounces more. Did, but that's the Alpha Fly three that you're talking. No, about. No, Alpha Fly two, oh, okay. which we thought was kind of clunky and like yeah. kind of not. So I'd say that it's still for how much more it weighs, it performs better than probably you would think. But it does yes. perform better compared to weight than I would imagine. Yeah. Wow, Meg, you, you knotted up these laces. Because they came oh, the, untied all the, the time. The laces are the worst laces that have ever been put on a shoe. Immediately remove yes. them and put in other laces. They're so bad. I would agree with You know what? I'm surprised we didn't do Wait, that, but I hell? guess we got to run in these with the the laces that are, they came with. This, these are literally the worst laces I've I don't even had. know why you also, would even think to put them in there. It's so hard to get this shoe on. That's why is there no pull tab? I, I will that's why I Why put is a, this not a wider I didn't mouth have situation. I, I didn't have the oh, trouble. No, I was dying putting these shoes on. It really? takes Crazy. like three minutes. You have to <laughs> unlace them, pull it apart, get your foot in like I didn't have the those I, issues. I will say didn't for that kind of carbon fiber plate and rocker, I wasn't getting any heel lift. So I mean, that's the trade-off. <laughs> well, once you get your foot in, lovely. Yeah. Perfectly comfortable, fits All right, well. Let's let's talk about this uh, upper. Mm. Literally corduroy. Yeah, it's def. What do you think of it? Corduroy vibes. They call it knit, right? Yeah. I I mean, corduroys are knit? I'm just not on board with the the colors of this. The, bl- the black one or whatever that's coming, or blue, dark blue looks... Okay. Does it? There's a white one coming. I got the iridescent things that they're doing with their shoes. I'm, I mean, I don't know. It stands out. I mean, maybe you guys aren't fun. Maybe we're not fun. Um, 
But here's the thing. Here's the thing about this shoe. It's two 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 hundred seventy five dollars. That was hard to get out because it's <laughs> almost unbelievable. <laughs> but the I'm just this almost seems in a way like the Primax Trunk too, like a luxury item. Yeah. Like this is yeah. just if you have money and want to have an awesome time. Like, like really, the thing is, like I love this shoe. Yeah. Like I love it. Oh, it's awesome. It's but I'm not racing in it. Right. It it is probably the most fun shoe yes. I've ever like run in. Yes. Okay, I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to say it's a fun shoe to run in. Uh, I'd say I'd still, what I, what I would say is, actually I'll say what I'll say. Um, this shoe is fun to run in. It feels great. My legs after the run felt amazing. Like as far as taking care of your body and doing a long run, this shoe does it. So where I would see the value in this is actually that training partner for those long runs, like marathon season, if you were to run your long runs in this shoe and even maybe even your daily miles, the Piba seems to hold up well. Like my, I've been running mine. Mine feel pretty fresh still. And then you throw on like the Rocket X2. Mm -hmm. It feels light. Cause I actually did it just to see what it would feel oh, like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I ran in um, the Rocket X2 the last two days, as a matter of fact. Oh, wow. So, um, Coming from this, because I want to be like, okay, what is what is the different feel? This does have that bounce and that good feel where the Rocket X2 feels closer to, say, like what you're traditionally now looking for in a super shoe with that mm -hmm. more, less of a rocker feeling, more of a toe spring feeling or, you know, rocker mm -hmm. toe coming off. It's lighter. It just feels, you know, a little quicker on the foot. But this shoe, I think, paired with that shoe, like like if you could train in this and do your long runs. And you have a million dollars. Yeah, you're good. I mean, <laughs> look, if running's your sport, like we don't, we, I used to ski. I don't ski. Go, like I just got lift tickets for my boy. Uh -huh. It's $80 to go for the PM ski lift, you know, uh, for the night. Yeah, yeah. And then ski rentals are another. So just to get on the hill, he's spending close to 200 bucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I get it. So like if you really love running and you want to have a good experience and you want to feel good and you want something that takes care of your body, is it really that bad? Like compared to other things. Like, okay, so so you don't ski, maybe a cycle. I mean Yeah, I mean I think all those are also things that you kind of have to have some expendable income to do. Like obviously like sure. you're all right, but name, name any hobby that you'd have that you're not spending money on. No, I, I'm with you. Yeah, like you were going to get that metal detector. Did you go look at <laughs> how much those prices were? Uh, not yet. I would look on Facebook Marketplace, though. Because <laughs> you know um, someone's getting bored of that. <laughs> yeah, so I would say that, yeah, but it's it's also like I feel, I feel like just buying a race, a $300 race day shoe is um, kind of the upper limits for most people. So, but... And which is why I think it's a luxury. It is yeah. like, come on, like, yeah. like that's no. I agree with you that it's a luxury item. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if this is where you want to spend your money, yeah, and then this it's is a, what yeah. you want to do with your time. Then it's a good. Yeah, I got you. Th that's that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's an awesome shoe. I think um, people who wanted to experience a Primex Strong or something like that, I think or even who love that shoe, I think you should definitely take a shot at it. Yeah. Um, it's fun. And so it'll be available. Is it coming out, Feb? Or is this just the embargo? I don't remember. 
Um, it's coming out March one, maybe. Hold on. I have it on here. Somewhere. And lucky for you, we're gonna uh, get some immediate reactions from people who are trying it at our shakeout run because it's the first time the public can try the shoe. Oh, it doesn't come out till July fifteenth. Oopsie. Okay, <laughs> but we'll be providing some uh, people's feedback who actually are running in it. So don't you don't have to trust us. But we uh, will have those people getting right after the shakeout run. They'll be able, it's the first time the public will be able to try the shoes. We'll be getting some feedback from people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, July 15th, so I guess it's coming out in time for the Olympics, essentially. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Right around that. That's pretty much when the Olympics start, I believe. I noticed that, did, are any of the Hoka athletes actually wearing this for race day? We won't know until Saturday. I I mean, there's no way they're wearing this over the Rocket X, too. I can't imagine. But, I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah. But, cool. All, All right, right. So, hopefully, we're seeing you in Orlando today or tomorrow. Bring your Mickey Bring your Mickey ears. We're cheering our faces off for these yeah. athletes. Are we making signs for? Uh, Kevin. Our, yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just do, we should just record the home alone yeah. soundbite and there just go. blast that like have it over the, the megaphone. Yeah. Right. yeah. All right. Cool. All right. That's it. That'd be good. All right. So uh, see you next week. Hi, Ma.